Red Robin Smith Games 3 Episode 7 Sport Now, as an obese, lazy hermit who dislikes human company and any type of competition, I'm most certainly not the person to talk about this as a subject. But talk I must. Luckily, I've talked to several other people who also have views on sports and fitness. So let's listen to one of those people now. It's just easier. Uh, my name is Fran Shergold, and I work at Natural Motion, which is a computer game company. And I also write and do web comics for a gaming blog site called Ready Up. Do sporting games actually manage to convey the feeling of the sport they represent? Well, coming from somebody who's actually worked on multiple sports games, which is... Uh, quite cool for this question um i think they do a bloody good job um i think fifa i think the fifa games are definitely the best represented in the football games the 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 animations and uh just just the realism they've got it down to a t when it comes to the football i think the one I'm more dubious about is Madden. Um, having worked on Madden and uh, Backbreaker, which is the company I'm working at currently, um, as American football games go, um, Madden is very technical. Lots of, uh, you know, coach drawings and mm. tell your character to that way and all this stuff, with the NFL licenses looking all shiny and nice. Um, but it's not necessarily the best game. Mm. It wins because it's got, it lets you play the Miami Dolphins or the Philadelphia Eagles, where Backbreaker has amazing physics, uh, top-notch animation, but you can't play as, you know, an NFL team. Mm. So, I think... EA definitely are the best for sports games. Um, they definitely overtook uh, Pro Evo in the football, the football games. Pro Evo actually used to be really good. Um, and then, I don't know what happened. I don't know. Some, somebody should have got fired, essentially. Because <laughs> they did something bad. Can the fitness game, I use this word carefully, fad, last to the same level it has? And do fitness games actually do any good? Well, I tried quite a few fitness games. And I, I definitely, <laughs> I actually felt like I, I felt a lot fitter from using them. Um... I'm not biggest fan of the ones that are that the the best ones are the ones that are a little bit a little bit cheesy. Like my favourite is uh, the Mel B one <laughs> because it's so 
so cheesy and tacky, but it makes it fun. It doesn't feel like it's a chore, you know? You've got Mel B sort of next to you on the screen, just like jumping up and down and telling you to do this and that. Well, I think it's great. I love a good fitness game, especially if Mel B's going to make one. Um, I don't know if... I think they're... I don't know how well they're going to last, but if it stops people from having to spend 50 quid at a gym, you know, for gym membership every month, then I hope they do well, because, you know, I can't afford to go to a gym every month. I've got Mel B. Not many mm. people say they can train with Mel B every day. <laughs> I've never understood the attraction of the FIFA titles. Most sports games I can understand. I don't feel an attraction to them myself, but I see why sports games are ideal for video gaming. Transferring a sport to the digital medium is the most common sense thing to do. It's already got a set of rules, well-known teams, and even well-known faces to use as stars of the titles, as lead characters to some extent. But FIFA suffers from the problem of tiny changes and iterations year on year. Picking up a title for fun is fine, but obsessively picking up a different title each year, despite there being minimum changes or improvements, seems like madness, at least to me. This iterative year-on-year -year way of games design is an evil that needs to be suppressed. It's bled out from its FIFA origins into all aspects of games, from Call of Duty to Street Fighter to Halo. We should be demanding new gaming experiences and challenging developers to challenge us, but we'll just continue to consume year on year like popcorn chicken. Well, um, I'm Joey, um, Joe Calvo, um, and I am the uh, founder and co-host on the Last Save Loaded podcast. Do games represent sports and sporting activities <coughs> in a good way, and do they manage to recreate the sense of how that sport feels? Um, <laughs> I would say that some do, yes. Um, I'm thinking about the FIFAs, uh, you know, going, going back to where, well, even, even further back to when I used to play sensible soccer, you know, as a kid. That really wasn't one, that wasn't one that would, uh, you know, be a, a real good football simulator. It was just, uh, loads of, you know, top-down sprites running around with the ball. You'd make your own, you'd make your own commentary and you'd do your own sort of, you know, little world in your head. Um, but I mean, that was part of the fun anyway. Um, yeah, they do. They do create things that we see on television and they recreate them very well because they put, you know, the old scores and games going on elsewhere. Um, maybe perhaps if there's an injury to a player, uh, statistics, uh, all these sort of things. Um, it's all done very well. They do, they do, um, copy the sport as it's seen on Sky Television or whatever channel you're watching. And they do it very well. But, um, sometimes the gameplay uh, doesn't quite do it, but um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of FIFA 12, the most recent edition of FIFA. I mean, that that tries to be exactly like the real game, and I don't think it quite makes. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of the game. I think what what EA do, they try to um, copy the game as as it's played on you know on the real mm. on on the real pitch. And I think, like like we said, it, it they do a good job. It's it's almost accurate. But I don't I don't think game uh, you know football is not a linear sport. You can't really you know, it's so unpredictable that it's very difficult to copy every single thing that happens on a football pitch because no games are alike. None of them are exactly the same. And I think that the same goes for all types of uh, of sports. I mean, basketball, hockey, you know, baseball. Uh, there are always events that happen in the game that that uh, that change things one way or another. You know, a comeback, uh, uh, you know, a last minute penalty against you, or, or I mean, there's a whole catalogue of things that can happen. And I think yes, they try to do this in the right way, and they've come close, but not quite there yet. When Wii Fit came out, I decided to put Wii Fit to a test. For three weeks, I used Wii Fit each day, every day. I stepped up my exercises and became fitter, more capable, and better at all the activities available. I felt I was becoming fitter overall. Until three weeks in, I'd put on a stone. No changes in eating habits but still bigger than I was before. I took a break for a day, my birthday, and consumed a cake, drink, and fatty foods, and lost seven pounds the next morning. Since that day, I've avoided fitness games. Well, technically, aside from Dance Central. I do find myself wondering, though, who has had positive experiences with fitness games? If anybody, there must be somebody out there. And exactly what those positive experiences are. I am Donna Nicholson, and I am the podcast host and community manager for PlayerAffinity.com. And I also work for Ubisoft as a forum manager. Personal favorite moment in games, full stop. Um, as far as just in any way that I, um, I would say that the most memorable, pivotal turn in a game for me was in the first Halo, which I'm a total like freak for the first Halo. I loved that game. Um, when the flood comes because you know you're you're fine you're fighting um the covenant that's perfectly good they're formidable opponents you're just you know going okay i've got the hang of this i i kind of i've got this figured out and then the flood comes and it's a complete game changer and it's like oh my god <laughs> what have we done here and it made the game better, but it made the game harder and um, completely changed it. So that that one right there. Most important keyword doesn't have to be the best. Most important game you have ever experienced. Oh. Um, I would say. I have to think about this for a second here. Okay, feel free to take a moment. 
I would say it was not, it was Unreal Tournament, um, not 2K4, uh, 2000, 2001, I cannot remember. The one that preceded that one, but it wasn't 99. Because that was the game that made me decide that I would like to work in the gaming industry. Most important person or team working in the industry today. I'd like to add a little note. Try and avoid saying anybody at Ubisoft because that <laughs> might show bias. Yeah, I know I would. Do <laughs> um, no, feel free, feel free. It's fine. Okay. Uh, okay, I gotta think about this too. I will say the ECA because which is the Entertainment Consumers Association because they make sure that gamers um, are made aware of when the art is being threatened um, and they make us very aware of how we're viewed outside of the community so I think that they are because they give you if it's something that you take seriously um and you know and and people might not um some people just like to play their games and and walk away they don't tie themselves or they don't consider themselves a gamer but if you are an avid gamer and a core gamer and it's important to you um i would say the eca is probably the one takes to drive us to finish games and do we need any other motivations to experience I 